This is an Alert USA Threat Journal, Homeland Security Weekly Update for Saturday, February 26, 2022. This week in security news, on 13 occasions this week, Alert USA subscribers were notified via SMS messages to their mobile devices regarding safety and security matters. A majority of these alerts were related to the approach and ultimate outbreak of war in Eastern Europe. Most important for this report, on Monday, Alert USA subscribers were informed of a new security alert issued by the U.S. Embassy in Kiev, Ukraine, again urging U.S. citizens in the country to depart immediately. Just a few hours later, Russian President Vladimir Putin formally recognized as independent two breakaway territories in eastern Ukraine, dramatically escalating a security crisis on the continent. In a lengthy televised address filled with grievances against the West, a visibly angry Putin said that eastern Ukraine was ancient Russian land. Russian-backed separatists in Ukraine's Donetsk and Luhansk regions, collectively known as Donbass, which is short for Donetsk Basin, broke away from Ukrainian government control in 2014 following Russia's Crimea land grab and proclaimed themselves independent people's republics. They have been fighting Ukraine ever since. In signing the decrees recognizing the republics as independent, Putin broke off diplomatic efforts to end the fighting and pledged more assistance to the separatists battling Ukrainian forces. This assistance came in the form of an order for the Russian military to deploy into the occupied areas of Donetsk and Luhansk under the guise of a peacekeeping operation. A short time later, Alert USA subscribers were notified that the U.S. had ordered all remaining State Department personnel out of Ukraine amid fears that the security conditions could deteriorate. The embassy had been previously relocated from Kiev to the western city of Lviv. Now they have moved just over the Polish border, commuting back into Ukraine on a daily basis to continue providing emergency consular services. On Tuesday, Alert USA subscribers were notified that Secretary of Defense Lloyd Austin ordered U.S. aviation and ground forces within the U.S. European Command's area of operations to the Baltic Republic's, Poland, and Ukraine's southwestern flank. These moves are the latest in a series designed to reassure the frontline NATO alliance states. Overall, there are about 90,000 U.S. service members based in Europe. On Wednesday, Vladimir Putin announced that the Russian military had undertaken a special military action for the demilitarization and denazification of Ukraine, effectively signaling the start of a broader invasion. Russian missiles rained down on military targets, critical infrastructure, and directly into cities across the country. The government of Ukraine reported columns of troops pouring across its border into the eastern regions and landing by sea at the cities of Odessa and Maripol in the south. Russian troops also attacked from the north by crossing in from Belarus. Attacks were also launched from the annexed Crimean Peninsula. Vladimir Putin also issued a chilling warning, quote, Whoever tries to impede us, let alone create threats for our country and its people, must know that the Russian response will be immediate and lead to consequences you have never seen in history. We are ready for any turn of events. Unquote. On Friday, Lurch USA subscribers were informed of a statement made by NATO Secretary General Jen Stoltenberg pointing out that cyber attacks can trigger Article 5 of the NATO Charter, which is the Collective Defense Article. For clarity, NATO collective defense means that an attack against one ally is considered an attack against all allies. In the following recording, a reporter poses a question on the topic, followed by Stoltenberg's response. Thank you, Mr. Secretary General. There's concern that NATO could get pulled into this conflict if Russia were to shut down electricity or other services uh, in Ukraine that could spill over into Poland or, or Romania. Can you say explicitly whether a Russian cyber attack of that nature would trigger an Article 5 collective defense? 
So we are sending a very clear message to, to Russia uh, that we uh, provide support to our partner Ukraine and allies provide many different types of support. NATO help Ukraine also with their cyber defenses. Uh, but then for NATO allies, we provide the absolute security guarantees uh, under the Washington TTT Article 5. An attack on one uh, will be regarded as an attack on all. And we are clear on this distinction because it is important to make sure that um, uh, we don't have um, an even bigger crisis in Europe where Russia uh, challenge or uh, is threatening uh, or attacking any NATO allied country. And that's the reason why we so clearly send a message that we are there to protect all allies and every inch of NATO territory. When it comes to cyber attacks uh, and the risk for incidents and accidents, um, for instance in, in the Black Sea, we are uh, pursuing uh, mechanisms of deconfliction uh, to prevent that from happening. Uh, we have, as NATO allies, especially the United States, have done that, for instance, in Syria over a long period of time. Uh, and we, of course, are very focused. I spoke with Sarkar, the NATO Supreme Commander, uh, on that issue recently. And he is very focused on the need to de-conflict to make sure that we don't have incidents or accidents that can uh, spiral and, and, and get out of control and create a very dangerous situation. On cyber, well, we have stated that... Um, Cyber attacks can trigger Article 5, but we have never uh, gone into the position where we give a potential adversary the privilege of defining exactly when we trigger Article 5. We are focused on strengthening our cyber defenses. We are very much aware of that that's a risk, uh, and, uh, and uh, therefore we are stepping up both the protection of our cyber networks, but also providing support to Ukraine, and we are very focused on the need for deconfliction. As of the time of this report's preparation Friday evening, Russian ground forces were approximately 20 miles outside of the Ukrainian capital. Overall, this is a very dangerous situation given the surge of NATO forces to the eastern flank of the alliance, with Russia's military on the other side of the various borders, operations in such close proximity within this mutually perceived threat environment is where accidents happen and mistakes are made. Alert USA continues to monitor the situation in Eastern Europe and will immediately notify service subscribers of any changes in the overall threat picture for American citizens and interests as events warrant. Next up, in public health news, plummeting COVID-19 hospitalization numbers, not to mention the approach of the midterm elections, is leading to a host of policy changes and withdrawal of mandates nationwide. The Centers for Disease Control announced Friday it is relaxing its mask guidance for communities where hospitals aren't under high strain. Under the new guidance, nearly 70% of the U.S. population lives in an area considered to be low or medium risk, and residents there are advised they can go indoors without masks. As part of the change, the CDC is dropping its recommendation for universal school masking and instead will recommend masking only in communities at a high level of risk. Next up, according to the CDC's COVID data tracker website, in the U.S. alone, more than 552 million doses of the various COVID-19 vaccines have been administered. As a regular follow-on, according to the CDC's Vaccine Adverse Event Reporting System, or VAERS, as of February 18th, more than 1,134,000 adverse reactions and events have been reported following COVID-19 vaccinations. More than 70% of these reports are from the U.S. and associated jurisdictions. For accuracy, it is important to remember that reporting on the VAERS system does not automatically indicate proof 
that the vaccine was responsible for the adverse event. However, given the sheer number of adverse reactions being reported around the world, listeners are strongly encouraged to do some investigation on their own before making such an important personal health decision. You can find links to these and other reports and to the VAERS database, along with an updated list of key adverse events being reported in this week's issue of the Threat Journal email newsletter. In travel security news, it is Alert USA's assessment that this would probably not be the best time to leave North America if you happen to be here. The conflict in Eastern Europe has a potential to get much worse and spill over into neighboring NATO nations is a possibility. Southeast Asia and Oceania are also nervous about the potential for China to follow Russia's lead and make a move on Taiwan. All that said, if you are still planning travel abroad, regardless of the destination, Alert USA strongly recommends checking out the U.S. State Department's travel website as well as that of the CDC for safety, security, and health considerations for your destination, as well as for the latest evolving international travel regulations. Alert USA also recommends international travelers take a few minutes to register your trip with the State Department's Smart Traveler Enrollment Program so you can receive important information from the embassy about safety conditions in your destination country, as well as to help the U.S. Embassy contact you in an emergency. Once again, you can find more on each of the stories in this report in the latest issue of the Threat Journal email newsletter. Take a moment and visit ThreatJournal.com to sign up. The publication is free, and a copy of this week's issue will be immediately sent to you via email. If you would like to receive breaking threat and incident alerts on your mobile device, visit AlertsUSA.com. AlertsUSA continues to monitor the overall domestic and international threat environment and will immediately notify service subscribers via SMS messages and email of new alerts, warnings and advisories, or any other factors which signal a change in the overall threat picture for American citizens as events warrant. This has been an Alert USA Threat Journal Homeland Security Weekly Update for Saturday, February 26, 2022.